We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We saw you uh, last week mugging for the camera on the sidelines. We've seen you. you it was like standing. right in my face. And I, well, that was juice. We were up. We were up. Uh, we were up a, a couple scores and... And it just, it was like right there. Like, I don't know. That was the first thing that came to my mind. I guess that's just who I am. Nick Sirianni <laughs> answering the very important questions. But a good question from, I believe, Tim McManus. We're back. Mm-hmm. It is Mark Can't wait to figure out what pizza he eats next week. <laughs> Getting all of the, the tough ones out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I was asked in Cleveland today about the, about. Uh, I thought you were on Portland. That's two days ago. Man, look at, look at this. <laughs> It's all over the place, man. I mean, only the mid to, to mid markets. I don't do major markets. I do mid markets. <laughs> Actually, they asked me. Um, the, the Amy Lawrence, who does our overnight oh, show yeah. um, on uh, CBS Sports Radio, they got a text from a producer being like, "Hey, can you can you come on at twelve? Can we tape something at twelve thirty? No, like twelve thirty p.m. <laughs> like no tonight." And I'm like, "No." Oh, they meant twelve thirty <laughs> last night. Well, hold on, that's usually when you wake up for, for to go that's to the right. bathroom. Yeah, and then you got your overnight show there. Believe me, I th- I thought twice about it, but I knew that I was probably going to be up because the baby was puking, mm-hmm. and she threw up on me at four o'clock. Not twelve thirty. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. right down my shirt. Mm-hmm. So you could have a hit live. Well, four <laughs> yes, at four o'clock I could have called in. Yes, I could have. Yes. So anyway, yes, all the um, El Paso, Texas. Uh, you know, market 40 or, or beyond, Jack, is where I have interest. No, but they asked me about the were people mad because there's a lot of Italians in Philadelphia because he said he had stuffed crust pizza pizza. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I want one. But it made me go out and buy a stuffed crust pizza at the grocery store. Yeah, but you're store. not Italian. I'm, well, no, it's not true. I am. Oh. Just not a lot. <laughs> okay. What's your main uh, What's your main one? <laughs> so my grandmother was, she. my great-grandmother lied her whole life and said she was of German descent. She was really Italian. So when she came over here, she changed her last name. Uh, it, her last name was Valvano, but we we thought her name was Block. <laughs> it's a true story. When 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 my grandmother died, my mom went back and tried to trace the lineage and kept kept getting to this one point and couldn't get past it. Mm-hmm. It was a church in Queens in like 1910, and that's how we, she was able to find out that she when she came to the country, she was like I guess confirmed or somehow with the church, and her name was. Um, it was was Catherine Valvano, and that's oh. how we found out about it. So, yes, I am you know, not half or 25%, but maybe 12% or something <laughs> Italian. I did not anticipate the name Block. Yeah, that's I did kind not of, that's such a tough last name. There was something. No, it was something like that. So, I, I, I mean, yeah, so we just they, they thought she, she told everybody she was German. She never even told anybody that she was really Italian. Mm. So, there you have it. Um, yeah, so Sir, Sirianni, like, the, he's – 
People are still mad at him. Uh, what's his name? Phil Pony was he on the morning show? I saw he was booked uh, on the tomorrow. morning show. It was tomorrow he's coming on. The guy that was mad about it in Pittsburgh is coming on the morning show to discuss it tomorrow. All right. Um, Baldy's going to join us coming up here in the next 10 minutes or so. Let's get uh, a couple important callers in, starting with uh, Rasheem in North Philly. Rasheem, how are you, buddy? Hey, what's up? How you guys doing? What's up, Rasheem? What's up, Ra? Good. Good, 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 good. I have one question. I know in the beginning of the season when we played Dallas Cowboys the first game when they had that healthy defense out, um, out there and everybody was saying that this is the best Dallas Cowboys defense probably in the NFL the last 20 years. Do you think that the Dallas Cowboys at that point in time defense is better than the 49ers that, that we're going to see in the playoffs? Say that again to me. Do you think that the Dallas Cowboys defense, remember in the beginning of the season how mm-hmm. when we played the Cowboys defense and they, they were getting hyped up saying that this is probably the best defense in the last 20 years. Do you think at, at the level that when we played them, do you think the 49ers are a better defense than when we played the Cowboys? Hmm. Yeah. I only uh, ask that because I keep I keep hearing people say we haven't played like like, 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 like we haven't seen this San Francisco defense. Yes, the San Francisco defense is good. Nick Bosa has eighteen point you know eighteen point mm-hmm. five sacks, but the next closest guy has five sacks. And, and, and then we look at the Cowboys; the outside corners are better. So 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 when I hear people say we haven't seen this defense, to me, I think when we played the Cowboys earlier in the season, that was a dominant defense at all levels of the field: corners, receiver, I mean corners, safety, linebackers. And, and the D line at that point in time was, was was the number one in the NFL. So 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 when I hear people say, "Yeah, this is something that that we probably never seen before," I got to say, like like I don't think so. Like I, I think this is something that you know you, you, we have seen this before earlier in the season. I think the Eagles can run the football. Joey Bosa is one of the worst defensive ends as far as defending the run in the NFL. For football focus, I don't run know, right how, you know how people. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, run right at them. And then we, we also just got to look at history how the Eagles can neutralize. Uh, great defensive ends. Like I seen in the Super Bowl year when we played the the, 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 the Denver Broncos. John, I mean Von Miller was, was, was not a factor, and, and that's just one game. Like, like we see that over over you know over and over again with this with this Stoutland uh, uh, offensive line, how he's able to you know you know take your best defensive lineman off the game, and, and, and this is something that I think that that would be huge because of if you're able you know to almost like eliminate not eliminate but slow Nick Bolster down. Those outside corners are terrible. Are terrible. Yes, they have you know pretty good saves. Yes, Fred Warner is good. So run, run right, run right at him. Yeah, I yeah, I think that's like it's like they did the they, it's like they did the Micah Parsons. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They ran right at him, and then Lane exited the game with an injury, and it changed the kind of changed the complexion of it right there. But um, yeah, I mean, would you do the same thing, Ike? Run right at him, or um, sure. I just I look at I look at I'm looking at their schedule right now. I'm looking at some of these offenses they faced, and they obviously haven't faced an offense as good uh, as the Eagles with um, Jalen's ability to run the football and throw the ball. You know, Kansas City put up 44 on them, but that you know that that little two week span there between Atlanta and Kansas City where they had back to back losses and gave up 20 28 points and 44 points. Um, they were dealing with a lot of injuries on defense at that time. So I don't know if that was a product of that or not. You look at the rest of their scores, and they're pretty much in the teens until you get to the Vegas game. And I don't know, did they just over overlook Jared Stidham as being the quarterback and thought they could go in Vegas and just like get it. a W? I, I don't know. I just um, – I don't have any – I don't have any concern about being able to move the ball. My my whole thing would be 
is don't let the 49ers put us in a position where we're turning the ball over. Like, that's really what they thrive off of is making you play uncomfortable and making mistakes and making mistakes. I mean, the Cowboys, for all intents and purposes, is a high-scoring offense. It's a high-scoring team. They were just held to 12 points. Yeah. I'm not telling you that we don't have a better offense than the Cowboys. I'm just saying they just shut down a pretty damn good offense. Sure. And held them to 12 points. So, And, you know, they forced Dak into two interceptions. Now, the one thing I'll say is Dak didn't use his legs very much Sunday. And when you're playing a quarterback where you know where he's going to be at, rushing him, that's a lot different than the guy that can extend plays with his legs like Jalen. Yeah. So that's always the X factor is what Jalen does. He's done a tremendous job of playing under control and making the right decisions the majority of the time. Does he? You got to hope he stays in that comfort zone Sunday. Don't press. Don't feel like you need to play hero ball. Right. Any of those types of things. Because I remember the Cardinals, not the Cardinals game, um, although he had a couple throws in that game, but the uh, the Colts game. Colts game. When the offense was struggling, at one, at some point in that second half, he started feeling like he had to do it all. That led to a couple bad plays. Now, he got it together in the fourth quarter, and they were able to come back and win. But he made some throws that weren't necessarily – They're out of character. They're out of character yeah. throws for him. And, and I know what it is. It's because you're saying, man, we haven't scored in two quarters. We got to get points. And when you're not getting big plays – in chunks like you used to, you start pressing. So if the 49ers are having success, and this goes for Coach Sirianni too. Yeah. You can't start panicking. Be true to yourself, but don't feel like you can't win the game in the first quarter. Right? But you can damn sure put yourself in a hole by making mistakes early in the game yeah. and pressing. That, and, and that's all it really boils down to. What The one thing I say San Francisco has an edge over the Eagles is, the experience. Like, as a unit, as a team, they've been in these games already. They had to go on the road. In the, so they, I say that to say they aren't going to be intimidated by having to come here to play. Now, Brock Purdy may be. Yeah. But the majority of their team will not feel that way. And that's why I say at some point the Eagles have to put the pressure on the 49ers from an offensive standpoint by scoring points Early. to make Brock Purdy have to be a larger factor in the game. If all he has to do is turn around, hand the ball to Chris McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell and dump the ball off to Debo and those guys, he's, that's, in, that's he's, he's you, in his comfort zone. That's how yeah. he wants to play. Yeah, that's how you can lose. So you got to figure out a way to make him get, get, got to get second and long, third and long, mm. where, where he has to stand in there and allow for routes to develop down the field, and that's when your pass rush can get to him. Right, like the the Bears, the Bears defended the Eagles. They said we're we're, we're going to stop your run, and then Jalen, come on, you're going to have to beat us with your legs. Mm-hmm. And they and they put up and they hurt him. Yeah, I mean they took shots at him. You wonder if the 49ers are going to employ the same kind of thing, where they're they're going to say like, listen, you're not going to. I guarantee you, they're looking at that game. Yeah, I mean yes, if you're the 49ers, that's what you you go back and see who had success against this Eagles team and how did they have success against them. What did Washington do? Was that, was that just an out-of-character? No, I, I think Washington, that's the other side. That's how you attack the Eagles' defense. Right. Like I didn't think Washington uh, did anything right. that night defensively 
to slow the Eagles down. The Eagles had self-inflicted wounds on the offense. Right. Like that Dallas Goddard play. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think Washington did anything special from a defensive standpoint. They just had the ball for 35 minutes of the yes. game. Yes, which, which was. was really part of their defense. They didn't want their defense on the field. Mm, it worked. It did. It worked. I mean, it, it's – it's fascinating now that we're not playing checkers anymore and you're playing chess in the in the <laughs> in the conference game. Baldy's going to join us uh, coming up here uh in just one second. We and think. yeah, we think. And also the uh the Jack will have the top 5 of 5 and then Ben Simmons is returning to town tonight. It's I mean, think about this. Then remember all the the whoop the 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 hoopla that we had before when he returned the one time he wasn't even playing. Yeah. Now he's actually playing and it's uh, you know, you don't hear anything. Yeah. Is it because we're over it? Kind of over Ben now? Like he's the Ben we expect him to be. He's the Ben that he is. I guess. I mean, I I never had that energy for Ben about coming back anyway. That wasn't my thing. I'm going to boo Ben Simmons or what have you. I know people were mad at Ben Simmons because those were people who had faith in Ben Simmons that he let them down. He didn't let me down. He just proved me right. <laughs> yeah, he didn't let me down. I wasn't mad at him. <laughs> Yeah, I was just happy that he we were over proved, the He ben just Simmons proved me thing. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, you know, my thing tonight is, is I want Joel Embiid to play tonight. That's what I'm talking about. If Ben Simmons and Kyrie are going to play tonight, Embiid needs to be on the court tonight. Man, that's something else. We'll, we'll find out. Doc should be talking here uh, at some point during the 5 o'clock hour. Let's get to Baldy. Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey Original Podcast, In the Huddle. With Jason Luckenfor and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL, and Baldy joins us. Baldy, what's up, man? Hey, well, well I mean, it's uh, the prelude to Championship Sunday, and you know, it doesn't get any bigger in the NFL than what we're going up against here, and what we're going to see in South Philadelphia on Sunday afternoon. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. What are we going to see? Red Eye. I want to know right off the bat. What do you think this game is? Well, what are you? What I mean, you saying are, are the Eagles going to win? Yeah, I mean, that, that, just, that from yeah, the Eagles <laughs> going to win. See the best, I think we're going to see the best football game of the year. I think it's going to be the best two teams and the best game of the year that we've seen in the NFL. That, that's what I think is going to happen. I mean, it's the ultimate chess match. I think the Eagles are better in the trenches than the 49ers, and I think that's where the difference is. Hmm. Uh, Brock Purdy, I don't believe, has really seen what violence is all about when your defensive line. I played with Reggie White and Seth and Clyde and all those guys, and I saw what they did to quarterbacks early in games, and that's certainly capable of happening again, although I'm sure – Kyle Shanahan is going to do everything he can to prevent that. Um, but this is this is these are the two best teams. San Francisco's won 12 in a row. The Eagles won how many games in a row earlier in the year? Mm-hmm. They look like they're all the way back after last week's demolish demolishing of the New York Giants. I mean, this is the best game of the year, John. See, that's the thing with me, Baldy, I, and I think the Eagles are going to win Sunday. Obviously, that's a, I, I don't need to. That's not a secret. I think that I think they're going to win a close game Sunday. I really do believe it's a one-score game. I'm, I'm wondering as we view this game coming up, though, Baldy, from our perspective, it almost feels like we may be a little overconfident based off what the Eagles did against the Giants last week as opposed to having the proper amount of respect for this 49ers team. And, and John and I, we've been talking today about the 49ers being battle-tested. They've, been, they've gone on the road uh, in the playoffs in Green Bay and won, so they won't be intimidated by coming to Philadelphia. Do, do you think that's if, if the 49ers have any sort of edge, you think it's they, they're a more seasoned, more experienced team when it comes to these, these types of games? 
Well, I think the Eagles, you know, just talking to guys this week, you know, they, they felt like the Giants were tired mm-hmm. after their victory in Minnesota. It was a short week. I just feel like um, they didn't get the best of the Giants, and they took care of business, you know, from the second play of the game on, you know, throwing it to Devontae. Like, I just think, you know, they, they look gassed to the Eagles. And so I, all you have to do is just turn a 49er game on and go, this, this is a different opponent. I mean, this isn't Isaiah Hodgins out there. This is Debo Samuel. You know, this isn't Richie James out there. This is Brandon Ike. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, you know, this yeah. isn't, you know, this is Trent Williams. I mean, if you just look at the 49ers, Ike, and you just said, okay, Trent Williams, he's the best left tackle in football probably. Mm. Is there a better all-around running back in the league than Christian McCaffrey? No. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, mm-hmm. he's up there yep. in the conversation. Um, if you look at what Debo is as far as a dual threat guy or George Kittle as a receiver or Nick Bosa as a pass rusher or – Fred Warner. I mean, they have seven or eight of the best players in the league at their positions. I mean, you're going up against an all-star team. Like, I don't think, you know, Jason Kelsey or Lane Johnson or, you know, any veteran on that, you know, slay. Like, they know they're seeing a different animal on Sunday, right. regardless of what happened last week against the Giants. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I believe the players aren't overconfident. Not those guys. I meant us as fans. No. Well, I mean, they, they, I, you know, I, like, that's fine. I mean, fans are fans. Like, they can yeah. do whatever they want to think, you know. <laughs> Like, you know, like they want to, like, it's going to be hard. You know, it's impossible for the Eagles to feel like they're underdogs. Like, right. For, based on what? You know, <laughs> they don't have a rookie quarterback in there. They got a guy that has a chance to win the MVP. Like, yeah. you look at anything in this, in this, you know, matchup, and you go, how can't the Eagles be favored? But at the same time, like, so if a fan wants to be overconfident because they're, you know, they got their Brian Dawkins jersey on or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, that's cool. That's no problem. But, like, get ready for a four-quarter battle, though. And, you know, you might have to play from behind. And you might see plays that you haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. And you might see a rookie quarterback that looks like a 10-year veteran. I mean, I, all these things are possible. Um, you know, the Eagles have been tested at times this year. Not a lot, but at times. You know, can you score at the end of the first half? Like, can you, can you, you know, put a winning drive together to go win the game? Yeah. Um, you know, if you have to. Like, all those things, you might have to do that this week. Mm. Yeah, this is by far their best opponent they faced this year. Yeah, this is. Yeah. Well, I think the Cowboys. The Cowboys are a good opponent. Yeah, they showed it last yeah. week too. Like, I mean, their their speed on defense is real. Like, now, and it, it affected the 49ers. You know, they scored one stinking touchdown the whole day. They weren't good in the red zone. They they saw real speed. Now, I don't I don't know if the Eagles are as fast as they are, but they're built different. You know, the, the Cowboys can't rush the quarterback the way the Eagles can. Right. You know, the Cowboys don't play a five man defensive front the way the Eagles do. Like they they've got you know, strengths that nobody else has in this league. Uh, do you think the Eagles match up better than the Cowboys? Uh, yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I think the Cowboys, like I said, like, I mean, you know, the Cowboys speed is real. Like as good as Hassan Reddick is and as good as like, nobody has Micah Parsons that can just close on, you know, your quarterback gets flushed out of the pocket and here comes Micah. Like you don't have time to set your feet, throw the ball away. You know, like, I mean, he's just that good, but you know, Leighton Van Der Esch and Donovan Wilson, I mean, they got real speed. But, and I'm not knocking the Eagles' speed. I just, you know, they don't have speed at linebacker the way the Cowboys do. Mm-hmm. And that showed up last week. Yeah. But, they, but they are more physical. They're better up front. They've got better pass rushers as a group. Uh, much better. You know, and so, you know, the 49ers, if you, you, you got like, you know, you, you got one weakness up front. It's going to get exposed by one of, one of the Eagle rushers. 
Mm. One of the things that Eagles fans are probably a little bit worried about is the coaching matchups, and you mentioned it right there. But the, how how well coached are the are the Forty ers and, and Kyle Shannon has an offensive play caller and schemer. How good is he? Well, I mean, Kyle's as good as anybody. Um, you know, his rookie quarterback has just won seven games in a row, and you can barely get him to make a mistake. You know, so you know whether it's Brian Greasy, Kyle Shanahan. I mean, Kyle's talking to him every single play. Um, you know, he's done a phenomenal job. But D'Amico Ryans and some of the schemes that he ran last week against Dallas, I mean, you saw the game that Dak had. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Dak, looked, he looked awfully um, average against that defense. And, you know, he threw the two interceptions. He could have easily had a pick six from Dre Greenlaw, um, you know, to finish that game in the fourth quarter. I mean, there's, he didn't know what he was looking at. And, you know, they're, they play zone. They're big, largely a zone team, unless they're blitzing, John. And, look, there's benefits to either side. Man, zone. I mean, there's benefits to either one. But, you know, if you're going to be a zone team, you better have guys that can just fly and close, like, these holes in these zones and just close on them quickly the way Jimmy Ward did on the throw to, you know, to CD in the middle of the field, you know, which turned the game around. So, like, they, their eyes are very fast and their feet, you know, especially at linebacker. Nobody's as fast as Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner at recognition and then just getting to the ball. I mean, that's a different level of speed at that position. I'm telling you, I, I'm watching that game Sunday, and one or two of those players, the linebackers, must have made six straight plays. I mean, it was either it was either Warner or 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 Dre making the tackle on on on, and it was on running backs, receivers, tight ends. It didn't matter who had the ball. Well, you know, it, it, it's interesting, guys, because I, I don't think I'm not trying to be a, you know share a revelation here, but I mean, people would be surprised that Dre Greenlaw led the 49ers this year in solo tackles. Mm. All right. And I remember asking Fred Warner one time, like Aziz Adjilari is in the game if you've got two tight ends. Mm-hmm. Right? So then they play three linebackers. And I asked Fred one time, I'm like, is he, is he going to run blitzing or is he just identifying these plays so fast? He goes, that guy is the fastest reader of a play that we have. And like that guy, number 51, he's the one that blew up Zeke at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, they threw that really <laughs> yeah. that against the world. Yeah. You know, he just ran Zeke over. But like this Aziz, Aziz is like, he's, he's lightning fast. And so, um, like at that, and then if you put a Fanga there, you know, at, at the linebacker level, um, like that, that group, you know, so if you're thinking about just the run game now, I can, okay, here's, um, he, here's uh, Isaac Samalo. He's got a cut off on the backside. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he might get to those giant linebackers like Jalen Smith, like he did. But I don't know if you're getting to Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner. Mm-hmm. You know, when there's flow away like that, like they're they're hard to cut off. Yeah, mm. there he is, Baldy. Appreciate <laughs> it, man. Hopefully, we're talking yep. next from uh, before sure. the Super Bowl. Yeah, I yep. know. I, I do too. <laughs> yeah. Let's enjoy it. All right, buddy. All right, brother. Appreciate yeah, it. There he is, Baldy. Make sure to follow the in the in the huddle podcast on the Odyssey app, or subscribe <laughs> wherever you get your podcasts. Well, Baldy knows the audience he's speaking to, so. But he had already told us two weeks ago who he thought was the best team in the NFL was. He said the Forty ers Yep. <laughs> yeah. What's the biggest worry on Worry Wednesday? <laughs> so I didn't want to ask him to make a pick. Well, wait, but when it's because he, I, I would say that he made a pick when when asked, right? He said that he didn't say the he didn't say Eagles, Did say the Eagles to gonna win? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's hear what he says on our San Francisco station, ninety five seven. The game. 
Like, he likes him. He, you know, Baldy, Baldy's one of those football guys, man. He likes he likes all that stuff he's seeing from, from uh, what the 49ers are doing. I saw Jack in there taking notes. <laughs> he's going to start using some of these terms when he's on with uh, Hugh and other people, right? Well, yeah, he said uh, Brock Purdy hasn't seen the violence that he's going to see on Sunday. I mean, I thought I thought of Ro- Yo- uh, we all Rios thought of Rios, yeah. I love violence and I promote it. Yeah. <laughs> Bali's not a Philly guy though. Hates the Eagles. He's a national guy, man. No, I hates the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, who did who did he start his career with, Jack? Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Undrafted. The Cowboys. That's why, Cowboys. I, that's why he. He pointed out the Cowboys are a good football team. Yeah. I conveniently left them off my um, good football team list. Correct, yes. <laughs> They're not on our list. All right, coming up, top five at five oh, with Jack. Man. What does he have in store for us today? We have that. Tomorrow at 5.30, we have Eagles tickets to the NFC Championship game that we have for you, 5.30 tomorrow. Mm. Your phone call's coming up next. Big 5 o'clock hour. Herb, if he can hold. Oh. He's probably driving the bus, so he may be able Last to Last time we did this with Ingy, he hung up. He did hang up. <laughs> well, Herb, hang on for the 5 o'clock hour. I think he will. I think he's got some time <laughs> on his hands. Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Don't go anywhere. But, hey, listen, let's bet with BetMGM. Make some midweek magic with Light the Lamp Wednesdays at BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Place a $25 wager on any NHL player to score a goal on Wednesday, and you'll automatically receive $2 in free bets for every goal that's scored in the game, up to $16 in free bets. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt in to the Light the Lamp Wednesdays promotion to receive a $2 free bet for every goal scored in the game. That's only at BetMGM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.